Hey guys, this is the Certified Comics Show. My name is Michael Garrett. We have Nesta Vasquez, comedian T Link, and the hilarious Dwayne Nettles. How you guys been? Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why you say hilarious Dwayne Nettles yeah. and say nothing about us? You know what I'm saying? We're funny too, you know what I'm saying? All right, the, the hilarious everybody. How you guys been? Well, I mean, it should, I mean, the only person that spoke out about it took offense to it. <laughs> Because if you know you're hilarious, you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> anyway, fuck y'all. Yeah, well, hey, so <laughs> hey, so are we not allowed to listen to R. Kelly music no more since he got found guilty? He got found guilty of racketeering. So oh, let's just play that. So no, that's not that's not no. It, it was conspiracy, conspiracy <laughs> to kidnap and and do whatever to young girls. That's that's the actual charge. All of his oh. offenses would probably have to be filed separately and individual, which he probably could still t- face time for that as well. But the specifics are whether or not he ran like a, uh, I guess you could say, for lack of better words, a convent. What is it called? The ones in China? The brothel? The brothel? The brothel. Brothel, yeah, my teeth got the way. Not just in China, dude. Okay, they sorry. have brothels here. Did we do? Where? Brothels here. In Vegas. I, I, I think it's in Atlanta. Apparently, where I came from. Did they have one like in St. Andrew Road around St. Andrew Road, like a couple of years ago? That got the guy sit down. I don't know. No, 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 but I don't. I don't do. It was like a massage parlor. Brothels. So the setup. Now, this is the question. Where does R. Kelly's money for his album and stuff go to now? His album huh? money, I thought, was always going to Aaliyah's mom. If, if it's not going to him, I don't necessarily feel bad for listening to his 12 play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my understanding, I don't know how true this is, but there was a rumor going around that when they found out about him and Aaliyah, that her parents got the rights to all his music. Um, and the only money that he was making really was off of Torrent. Um, that, you know, most of his royalties from that point to him talking to Aaliyah actually went to Aaliyah's parents. That's what I've been told, which to me makes them, you know, um, just as guilty as everybody else. But, but yeah, I don't know how true that is. That's just a rumor. I think that ain't true because they they just released well, all Aaliyah stuff, so they must have run out, they must have been running out of money. Well, R. Kelly R. Kelly wrote a vast majority of Aaliyah's stuff, his first yeah, early yeah. stuff, the stuff that was you know hidden you know initially. So um, did he write four page letter? Yeah, he wrote four page letter. Yeah, the, the stuff Timberland did, you can tell the difference when he she jumped from Timberland. And Missy too. Yeah, this is um, from R. Kelly. I didn't know. He, I didn't know he wrote four page letter. Yeah, wow. that's just my whole lifestyle now. And yeah, he wrote it. it. You, can, you can't read it, but he wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> I got a four page letter. But the letter, the letter was probably to him. Because right. the only thing he the only thing he saw was the kiss. Because she said she didn't close it with a kiss. Right. That's the only, the only thing that he. That's all he, that's all he knew. Like, oh, okay, we good. <laughs> that's all he can. Oh, okay, a kiss. She loved. 
I just, it, man, it's sad, man, because he's such a genius and when it comes to music. Like, he really, he, like, like besides everything that he's done, the man's a genius when it comes to music. Like, the man can make a song about fuck, two pallets fucking and make it a two by four, and it'd be a hit. I swear to God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you call it morning wood. I can, I can see him doing it. <laughs> but, but listen, I mean, yeah, most most geniuses are crazy. They have some quirky thing with them that causes them to not think like other people. I don't believe that his genius and his issues parallel. I believe some of the genius may cause some of the, um, you know, may manifest some of the behaviors. But I think he he was a victim of sexual abuse himself. So he suffered through sexual he, yeah, he suffered through sexual trauma as a child. And untreated, you you put that yourself in a situation to repeat that behavior, and mm-hmm. and you couple that with the fact that he is you know he has a very low IQ um, from a reading standpoint and from just a a, a, a regular um, basic school level. You couple that with the idea that he's been traumatized as a child, then you got a very serious you know um, situation that could result in somebody either being a sociopath or Pedophile, or you know, R. Kelly Prowler, he date on his reading level. That's his issue. Pretty much, <laughs> and that's probably why he's attracted to younger women. Like he, he's attracted you, you to get, where his you get me. You get me. Yeah. But no, nah, but it's like um, because the only time I ever seen anything about like behind the shit was when um, remember when Wendy Williams brought out that Lifetime bullshit ass movie about Alita. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Hey, you watched that? <laughs> I watched. I watched it to see how my my ex at the time wanted to watch it, so I watched it with her. And then when I seen Dame Dash like a Division Two basketball player, uh, I was like, Yo, what is this? What is this? my man? My man that played R. Kelly looked nothing like R. Kelly. Well, I, I was mean, like, this is the worst movie ever made. I said, bro, that might be made worse than Carmen. Mm. Carmen was up there. You ain't gonna say nothing bad about Carmen and hip hop. You crazy? That shit was the worst. Not on my watch. Hey, listen, <laughs> yeah, say could have done no wrong at that point. <laughs> She was blowing oh, man, up. Most them, Makai Pfeiffer. Come on, B. Oh man, Rod Digger. You know what that did? To, you know what that did for the culture? Come on, man. That, it, it, it killed it. <laughs> it killed it for like two months. Set us back about fifty years. No, I said, yo, I remember all the hype that led up to Carmen. Like everybody was so hyped about that movie. That everybody was like, yo. Yo, I nah, about, nah, 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 nah. Nobody hype about Carmen the hip hop. <laughs> I wouldn't have about no rap hop, bro. Like what? <laughs> you didn't. First of all, when it first, no. when you first heard about it, you was like, I. Right. No. It had a lot of hype. Well, it had a lot of hype. I it. it wasn't yeah, hype. I, huh? I watched it. It wasn't hype. No, no, no. I ain't talking about. I'm talking about the hype led up to it. There not, not, no not, hype. Not, I mean, it was, yeah, it was Beyonce starting to flourish as her. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, but it Beyonce. wasn't, no, no, do I never about that cast. Was like, 
Jermaine Dupri, Bow Wow. Like, I forgot about like, I can't wait to see Carmen. Bow Wow was in the first scene. I forgot he was in that. Bow Wow was locked away everybody else. <laughs> Bow Wow, Macau, Pfeiffer, Jermaine Dupri, everybody in the same cell. That was, that was corny. That's, that's oh, a, man. Oh, man. Uh, look, the girl that played Aaliyah in that Wendy Williams movie also played what? In um, Nick Cannon's movie, um, Drumline 2. Like, she, her acting career started off so bad. <laughs> Did you start with Drumline 2? Why would you watch Drumline? No, I didn't. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. I just heard about it, and I, they told me the same girl that played in the Liam movie played Drumline too, and I was like, "Wow, yo, you need to fire your agent <laughs> like right now." Hire agent. Ain't no agent got her that. <laughs> she found that job. She found that job on the black web. <laughs> the classifieds. They're crazy. There's an email that circulates <laughs> that actors actually look at to find out when there's casting for certain projects. They don't tell you the project until you actually get there. Get there oh, I'm in drum <laughs> and then you go, oh, okay. But you know, once you're there, once you're there, depending on who the director is and who's doing the movie, then even if it's something sucky, then you tend to want to do it because they'll remember you for the next film or, or project that they're doing. So hey, sign sign this contract right here. Sign the contract. Swizz is sign the contract. No. Got you, bitch. <laughs> oh, no, no. You'll know, you'll know before you sign a contract. Like, you'll know what you're doing before you sign a contract. Like, you wouldn't go into that that that, that dumb line. So you, nah. You know you're in Sharknado 8. Yeah, because you got to audition. Like, <laughs> you can't just go out there and just, <laughs> and just... Like, you can't just walk in a room and be like, I'm on this bitch. Like, that's not how that works. <laughs> there are other people vying for your position. Like... You have to audition. Open my I'll be in Sharnado 8. Oh, man. That should be funny. I'm trying to tell you. Bro, did y'all watch the game last night? Which one? Oh, man. That shit was. I cried. I will cry. How you leave Aaron Rodgers 37 seconds and he it still beats you? Give me the man no time. He's not the GOAT, but he, 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 he the man. I don't know. I think he's better than Brady. Man, fuck out of here. See? Nah. There we go. Hey, cancel. Hey, as a, my, as a my, talent, my, you believe Aaron Rodgers is better than Brady? Uh, no. How many Brady oh have? God, you're, 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 How many Brady have? Oh my God! How many rings does Robert Ory have? How many Brady have? How many rings does Robert Ory have? No, it's a different conversation. He has more than Jordan. It's is a different conversation. Jordan. No. Is he better than Jordan? Hell, he better than Tom Brady. He got seven championships. And Tom Brady got seven. <laughs> Tom Brady got seven. Look, Tom Brady Tom Brady led all his teams to his championships. Robert Hoy just did some big shots. That's it. That's all he did. He, he, he catching them, them, them check, them check. So, so, so I don't want to hear Aaron Rodgers better than Tom Brady. No, I don't want to hear that. 
Because you had a better team. You got to hear it. I'm just, you I'm just saying it. it's, it's the truth. I don't no, know like none of them, but he's better than Don Brady. Justin Tucker better than everybody. Huh? Justin Tucker better than everybody. The kicker. Nigga, 66 yards? That's crazy. But that's the Ravens. You got two different games going on at the same time. Bro. But 66 yards, bro. Yeah, it, it yeah, Justin Tucker's been a beast, but he wasn't the one to hit the, 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 the field goal to win the game for the um for the Packers. He hit I know, but I understand but the game for the I know, Ravens. I know that, but 66 yards, bro. Yeah. That's a that is outrageous. Yeah, it is it is it was definitely a feat. That is, man. I, I was like, man, I was like, he ain't gonna hit this. And it hit the pole and everything and bounced in. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I agree. That I mean, it's a, it's something that uh they they drafted well when it came with that kicker. So. Oh, I'm, a, I'm the most accurate kicker ever in NFL history. Yeah, he's, he, he, you can make he's a season six field goal. I guess so. Huh? If you can make a season six yard field goal, I guess so. I need a kick from the other side of the field. <laughs> I got it. That was crazy. Crazy. I'm going to say, oh, it's my turn. Don't worry about it. Yo, we're going home. <laughs> so stop the bus. Nice. Nigga, I, with, 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 with the Lions and the, and the Niners, I wouldn't even went to my locker room and got dressed. I would have just went home and passed. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm losing a C6-yard field goal. Fuck out of here. Yeah, I can see that. Um yeah, I feel good. You can mask with I'm not retired. Yeah. <laughs> and they had it had to be the Detroit Lions. I would have been my fucking, you know what? Yeah. Like, you feel confident the defense holding somebody to a 66 yard field goal. He's like, we good. So I want to get your opinion on the new iPhones. I know some people buy them every time a new one comes out, but in gen- in general, like, are you guys one of those people like, let me get the new one, or do y'all skip a year? Um, I usually get it. I skip every year. I don't buy a phone until my current phone dies. Damn. I usually get it every year, but this year ain't no big difference. Not at all. There's never a big difference. It's no, always, no, this always is applied. It's always applied for iPhone to make you believe oh that this one is bigger. No, we're not. You're, you're I'm the green iPhone, bubble. I'm an iPhone guy. It you're the green bubble. The you're the green bubble. You 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 can't talk into this. You can't have an Android talk about an iPhone what stuff. Talking nah. about first, not, first of okay. all, first of all, you're not about I've that. had an iPhone. It was the worst <laughs> year of my life. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was the worst year of my life. I felt like I was dying every time I picked up that dumbass phone. Because it was like, it was nothing but hype. It was it was the first time that they, the phone actually were, when they started to get the bigger phones, um, I think it was the... Six. Might have been the six. I think it was, it so was I, six. Got, I got the, the, best, the best one that they got. I, I went and I got it because I was a technology buff. I, I was like, okay. Ooh, I have my 
I think my laptop sync, everything will be one thing. And then I got it and I was like, this is dumb as fuck. Like this, the, the only thing they have extra features based on the apps, but the phone itself did nothing. It did nothing, nothing more than an Android. There was so many, I was so limited in the things that I could do with an iPhone that it was purposeless. It was the worst year of my life. I, every time I picked up the phone, I was like, this is some bullshit. Hello. Well, you know, it'll be the worst year of my life, but, you know, you was out when Ben Franklin made the first phone anyway. So, you know what I mean? After that, you know, it's hard to compare what, what phone you can use. You know what I mean? Please stop using history references. I, know. Do I, have a I don't know what's funny. <laughs> the joke you attempted, I do how wrong that fact was. <laughs> Who made the first phone? Oh, my God. <laughs> Who made the first phone? What was it? <laughs> Top Ben Franklin made the first phone. No, you made bifocals. My bad. I don't know. Nigga, I got a GED. Fuck y'all. Uh, and you took your GED back. We didn't have that. I don't think we had that question on my GED. And if we did, I probably got it wrong. Oh, oh God. Uh, it's okay. No, so I, I, mean, I had a lot of teachers, and they'd be like, let's pass them so you don't come back. So I understand. <laughs> let's get him out. Oh, I wish my English teacher was like that. Damn. Uh, my English teacher was like, you're going to repeat this grade twice. So y'all know Ben Franklin invented an iPhone? Like, oh, no, I said, invented, I said you invented the phone, not Ben Franklin invented the iPhone. Ben the phone's from... Who invented the worst. Ben Franklin had text screen. <laughs> no, I said the first phone. I found his father with the first iPhone. <laughs> Yeah, I I had no idea. I had no idea that the you can see Ben Franklin was was made in the seventeen hundreds. Might have been the first phones in the seventeen hundred. That's amazing. Oh man, that was a good one. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know what to say after that. That's that was. (laughs) uh, Oh, what was this? Alexander Bell? Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doesn't that make sense? Like the phone book. No, it don't. Exactly like the phone book. <laughs> huh? Like like the phone book. What do you mean the phone book? What do you mean? Uh, uh, One reason you use phone books is to get beat with it. Uh, see, the, this is what happens when the only the, the only bell he knows is Taco Bell. That's that's <laughs> that's so racist. <laughs> that's racist. That's, 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 that's why I said it. She already told me. Nah, somebody, somebody said that yesterday. I got I, I chimed in into um T Link and um Michael's pop and culture podcast and um. Somebody said, who who bought the Taco Bell commercial or some shit like that? I don't know. Yeah, that was in the comments. You got a racist comment? We we winning. Yeah. Once you start getting racist comments, you're on the come up. Uh, yeah. I hope to, yeah. Yeah. We're only two steps away from the N word. Yep. And um okay. Uh ah. so Brian LaRay's family, uh Brian's missing. Did you guys hear about this? Mm-hmm. And Doug the bounty hunter showed up to their house to uh, help find Brian, and apparently the family called the police on him. Wow! 
Yeah, uh, Don so, Japan Howard's like a is a guy that you don't want to show up to your house. He was trying to help people that didn't want his help. Oh wow! No, that's the whole premise of the show. Yeah, that's that's what the man does. Like I kind of want him to find him because he got resources that most body hunters probably wouldn't have, like cameras. Well, like what? <laughs> like cameras. Yeah, cameras. <laughs> <laughs> and publicity. Like, like yeah, oh. I kind of want him to look for me if I was ever missing. I uh, wonder why the hell he couldn't find Kelly Price. What the hell? This nigga has stuff. At. <laughs> Did they ever find Kelly Price, or was that like a joke? Yeah, they found her. <laughs> well, yeah, she was. Yeah, she was never lost. We lost her. We lost her. Oh, okay. <laughs> Kelly yeah, Price. She was. She was Kelly Price in the house. Like, I'm lost. Yeah, he's like, I'm not lost. I, my attorney said I was here, and y'all didn't believe me. And everybody was like, we just need to see. We need to touch and agree. We need to touch and agree with Kelly. We need you to, to say something, Kelly. And then Kelly got on there and talked about, well, I don't know what my sister talked about because I haven't spoken, about, spoken to her in about a year. Um, and it had to be <laughs> and like, yeah, yeah, so that was just a publicity stunt on her end. And apparently she said that she almost died. She said that they lost her and that she woke up and they asked her what year was it, you know, and then they put her in ICU because she she flatlined. This is her account. But um, so, yeah, that was um interesting situation. What happened if they ask you what year it is and you like don't really... Like like me, you know what I mean. Like somebody like me, you know what I mean. You, you gonna ask me a question when I'm like in and out of days. You gonna ask me like a simple question. You ask me something stu- stupid and hard, right. then you gonna put me in the psych ward anyway. Uh, I mean, I think if they ask you the appropriate question, they need to get, they need to see exactly where you are, where your mind is, like, and how you're like, thinking. So normally they'll be like, um, "Would you like a Krispy Kreme donut?" If you say yes, then they know you're good. Um, what's what's our left side of your hey, Taco Bell? What's our left side of your Taco Bell? Oh, the Gojita. <laughs> <laughs> we know what not to ask Ness when he come out of a haze. Who invented a telephone? Yeah, for real. <laughs> All right. So, are you Taco guys gonna Bell. get? Are you guys gonna get the COVID booster shots? No. Yes. They were pressing their luck for me getting the two the vaccine the vaccine. I, I, I don't know about boosting anything. I don't need no shot that needs to get boosted. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get it. Uh, then they're trying to make a pill next. Mm-mm. I'm gonna get it just because I have nothing else better to do. Okay. Uh, if you survive this, we should be good. I'll let you do it first. First of all, if I survive, I have a lot more body mass than you do. That's also true. Give me half of what they gave me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm at I'm at the age where we got to take a pill for everything. I'm just not trying to trying to go. No that way. way. That was a good one. <laughs> Give me half of what they gave me. Half <laughs> Damn, you man, you missed the roast, man. I wish you was at the roast. That roast was amazing. Um, that was that was. It, I know yeah. this love roast, 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 <laughs> hot roast, roasted chicken. Oh, they say like bubble, roasted chicken. Everybody, 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 everybody did that thing. 
everybody, even State Farm. State Farm made an uh, appearance out there. Roast a la carte. <laughs> he like, you know what I yeah. said? I said, State Farm made an appearance out there. <laughs> he talking about Michael Mack, man. I'm going to need you to stop leaving my boy alone. What? Do we, did we say stop mentioning names? I stopped. You want to mention names. I mean, it. You had to preface it for for Dwayne. Right, you knew what we were talking about, yeah. And nah, since um, Cedric killed the joint, <laughs> he did. He did his impression of Skip and um and Jay. Oh, that Jay. was hilarious. Oh my god, he nailed it. He nailed it though. Yeah. Like, yeah. I wonder if they seen it. Like that would be hilarious to see what they take this. On. I want to. I want I want I want T Link to do his impression so I can laugh that night the day. Are we good? <laughs> we, we good. He, he uh, actually he, called me too. I don't he need to be doing impressions of people that impre- uh that do impressions of me. That's oh he actually <laughs> called me too. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm good on that, bro. Oh god. He, he, he called me today. He was like, yo, it's it's the joint I was like, yeah, it's over. That's all I need to hear. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. Yo, so, uh, I was saying we are going to have the joint tonight uh, at 1710 Main Street, like we do every Monday at the joint. Uh, doors open at 5. The show starts at 830. Um, I mean, I have no reason to get there early unless you really want to be there for comedy. But, yeah, doors do open at 5. Um, so, and this something has been blowing my mind lately, guys, and nobody talks about it. But, like, realistically, why don't people bring up Dwayne Johnson's steroid use? The Rock. Yep. Yep. That's yep. Yep. Yeah, I, 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 my mind was someplace else. I was like, yeah, there's a couple of Dwayne Johnsons. And yeah, that's why. That's why they don't bring it up. We like, I was the Rock. <laughs> the Rock did that. Dwayne Johnson did this. No, because it's I, not important. They don't look at wrestling as a professional sport the way that they look at NFL and and yeah. and, well, the, 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 and I mean in um so in, in, ter- or, in terms of like performance, you can't say that. No, please say let that. me finish, Ness, because you're running over everybody time. The reason I said that is because in in wrestling, performance enhancement is not viewed the same way because because you use it to look a certain way and to gain a certain amount of strength or what have you. Like, that's not the same as it is for football, basketball, or baseball. Like, performance enhancing in wrestling is, is a, a plus. So nobody's no, going to really look at it. Arnold Schwarzenegger, no, it ain't. bodybuilder. He used no, steroids. Could you please let me finish? Um, and then you have... Um, you know, made me lose my train of thought, man. Um, and Sylvester Stallone used steroids. You know, like they they were their performance enhancing was because they they wanted their body to look a certain way, not because they were gaining an advantage athletically. And so I think they viewed Dwayne Johnson probably in the same light. Like most wrestlers will get away with using steroids because that was a culture. No, it's not. It's not. It's not a culture for people it's in not. wrestling. Use, no use steroids. People. People in wrestling have been suspended for using steroids. How they do it now? Now? Huh? They do now. It now? Oh yeah, Every yeah. Wrestling, now 
I guarantee you 90%. But if you talking about Dwayne Johnson, that's now. You know what I mean? No, he's, he's not, not now. Dwayne Johnson wrestled 20 years ago. But back in them days like that, 20 years ago, Listen, he still couldn't use steroids. It, it became an issue. It became an issue when Vince McMahon got hit in that steam. Exactly. He was doing this shit. And, and, because, and, and because of the type of steroids he was doing, it wasn't because he was using steroids. He was using perform. He was his his enhancers were different from what they were using in the past. The type of steroids they were using in the past is different from what he was using. He was using that the newer breed to where um you know um what's his name. Barry Bonds and and those guys were using that was a different level of steroids because it was healing body quicker than all those different things. Yeah, because yeah. I remember I remember Ray Mysterio got got suspended because of that. A couple other people got suspended because of that. Like that, Ray, you're talking about now, like but but no, when, I, know, when I was growing up, everybody talking about, about the early 2000s. But yeah, that's different. But, but like these people are doing this, like in the look, you look back and look at wrestlers' bodies in the eighties. Yeah, they, they, all of them were doing it. Everybody was Macho doing steroids. Man, Hogan, all of them were doing steroids. Hogan. Yeah, Dwayne Johnson wrestled twenty years ago, so it's not relevant now. It doesn't make any sense. Like, why would you bring it up now? Because he's already made his career acting. Like we're, we forget about the wrestling, Dwayne. People know him now for. Um, movies, then they, yeah, then they do you know him uh wrestling. I vaguely remember him wrestling because yeah, I know this man's so real acting. name, man. Oh, man. when he first came out, he was so much smaller, so mm-hmm. much more rock. So, so, and the reason why I brought it up is he just turned 46, and you know, and don't get me wrong, genetics is a big thing, like you, it's been proven you can't really have calves unless it's genetics. You can work on calves, but they have big calves. It's a lot to do with genetics. Exactly. Uh, and just to see his body at 46 and seeing John Cena, who actually, I was surprised, isn't much younger than him. They're both, like, fit, but there are two obviously different bodies. And that's why I would say The Rock is more likely yeah. juicing. Because John Cena got small. Yeah, he's a, he has, his body structure is totally different, you know. Um but also, yeah, people, I mean, we when we say small, we mean to us, not like in terms of small. Sorry, Tilly. Yeah. But yeah. But then also, like, um, I'm sure his dad used steroids. Like, it's not, not new. You look at like, Rocky Johnson. Rocky Johnson was definitely on that juice. That dude was huge, <laughs> man. Oh, I think it was the whole small squad. Huh? The whole small squad was like that, but they're also naturally big, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. well, he was not Samoan. His, his dad, dad was black. Man, man was his dad was a black man. Oh, his, his, grandfather, his grandfather. Listen, look yeah, at Yeah, if I say yeah, some one part of that body, one part of his grandfather and tell me that these two men come from the same gene pool. The rock is definitely on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, Ness, we'll find out in a we'll, we'll find out in a decade. When that body, when everything gets very saggy, we'll know. Well, I saw I just you know, and, and, and it's a trip. I saw Lex Luger yesterday. Oh, his body looks terrible now. Have you seen Lex Luger? And after, oh man, it, it, it was to grow up re- seeing wrestling and to see him now is sad. It's, it's, it's like, steroids. <laughs> because because like 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 you saw him like writing he like you can't he can't get up because he's in a wheelchair. And you saw him right now, I'm like, yo, somebody get him a stamp. Cause he really yo like 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 it's it's to a point that he really can't do too much of nothing, man. Look, like just to see. Perform anyway. Look at um, you see Scott Steiner lately. You see his body. 
Nah, and Scott Steiner was caved in. Oh, Kobe's Kingston caved in too at one point. Caved in too, yep. That was the culture, man. I don't know why you would think that nobody would. I mean, it, it was, but it was understood. Like, you did that for a competitive advantage more so than a performance advantage. And that's why it's frowned upon in the NFL, NBA, and, and, and LB. Because you know it, it, you, you're competing against each other in that in that line, but this is acting in a lot of people's minds as far as wrestling is concerned. And so, so people about, are like, okay, whatever. Trying to get booked. Imagine, imagine as a comic, you couldn't get booked if you didn't look a certain type of way, and there was a feeling you could take that would make you look just like, oh, nigga, I'm taking that. <laughs> well, shit, you I'm just gave me a pill. Imagine if you can take a pill to be funny. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> I mean, you know how many niggas would be OD, <laughs> right? That, you know, yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's, that's a, true. That that'd be awesome premise, man. I'm like, listen, I'll be I'll be passing that shit out out at open mic, like niggas take this. Oh, that damn comedy track. <laughs> take you? this, man. You need this. Stop taking my jokes. Take this pill. Exactly. <laughs> somebody cracked out. Like, you know what you need. Yeah, you need some of this. Yeah, so I saw, yeah. like, I you're blinding in your center console. Oh, shit. <laughs> yes. Pew, 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 pew. That's fine. Uh, um, but, uh, this, oh, this uh, past week I did a guest spot with, uh, I'd work with EJ Johnson. I mean, um, Dixon. yeah, was it? Huh? Dixon. Okay, he said he's messing me on Facebook right now. It's yeah, Edward Hickson. I see it now. And uh Yonka Boudreau and Edward Hickson, man. Funny guy. That dude's hilarious, man. Like uh, yeah, so man. if anybody gets a chance to see him, please, please go see him. He's hilarious. Uh while I was doing while he was doing the set, he asked me, uh, he said, uh, I really like your voice. And I was just like, Word. And he, he just stopped <laughs> talking about me. <laughs> I was so happy he stopped talking about me. I was like, Thank you. Yeah, I was at the comedy house three shows this weekend. Um, uh, worked with Benny Benny Mack from Birmingham, Alabama, and Terry and Melissa. The wedding, the 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 married couple that goes off stage together. It was um interesting to see how they did that. You know how they feed off each other and everything. Like that. It was dope. Yeah, I mean it, it's been proven to work. There there, there are a lot of two man. Two main comedy routines, um, not necessarily what husband and wife, but I've seen. Did you know that um, Rodney Perry and um, what's the guy's name off the Classic Cup Boys? Um, God, which one? Which one? Which one is it? The one that's from here, from um, Gaffney. I think he does a lot of the writing for Kevin Hart in his movies now. But him and him and uh, Rodney Perry was actually a comedy couple. A comedy, not couple, but a comedy. I mean, get that right for Rodney Perry. Oh, Lord. Hey, 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 Mike, Mike, edit, <laughs> edit, edit that part. Edit that part. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't. No, nah, it was an honest mistake. Yeah. So, yeah, he was like, who the fuck is this nigga here talking about me? Um, But, yeah, him and um, those two were, were like a comedy duo at one point. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of people that used to get up on stage, you know, two-man teams and, and kind of feed off of each other. I mean, kind of 85 South is doing kind of that format now. I mean, it's yeah. a little little different and unscripted, but it's scripted, unscripted material because they do the same things in different cities. They just incorporate the city that they're in. 
Um, yeah. But a lot of stuff is is very improv. I really hope we can do that at the end of our shows. Of course, I, I wouldn't imagine trying to do that in the beginning of our shows, but hopefully if we can build, a, I mean, not hope, but when we build that following, we can like have that be a part of the show, even if it's like the end, last 10 minutes, maybe 12 minutes of just bantering on stage. Because um, after seeing um, uh, the Blue Collar Tour, um, they did that a few times, um, just to, just sat around afterwards for like 10 or 15 minutes. And it's just building that audience up that's willing to listen to you talk like that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, what 85 South Show, they do, what they've done is amazing. But also, I can't, I really think they have, the crowd has to know you're funny from Jump Street for them yeah, to just yeah, be yeah. like, let's go up there and let's just do improv and let's, uh, uh, and, and they're going to love it, you know? Yeah, I can see, I can see that. Definitely. I'm excited. I'm excited about uh, November. Yeah, I'm I mean, excited. we're all excited. <laughs> I just, no I just my, my biggest thing, I don't want to, my biggest thing is, um, you know, me me coming out first and hosting. I don't want to say the wrong city. Um, <laughs> we, in, <laughs> we in Charlotte. I'm over here. What up, Fairville? Uh, I, I will do that. Yeah, none of us thought that funny. Say, yeah, let, let's just say, you know, what we welcome you to the certified comic show. Like, thank you for coming out. Yeah, just give us Houston, what's up? <laughs> Me and El Paso. <laughs> yeah. yeah, please don't do that. That would be the worst intro ever. We just be like, he has been drinking the whole day, guys. <laughs> uh, People have been in their we're so sorry. He tastes and plus, man, you have been shouting out some places that I don't. That, yeah, guys, we may be coming to there, but um, <laughs> I uh, did yeah, for real, we uh, should. We need to be realistic. We're going to Joe's Crab Shack, and uh, <laughs> we're performing at Ten Roof. Don't worry about which one. And we just praying to you. Well, yeah, we're gonna call this is the ghetto. <laughs> the ghetto. <laughs> the around the corner tour. Oh, y'all gonna be around the corner. Oh, you got a little distance on some of our stuff. I ain't gonna say around the corner, but you no. know, it ain't El Paso. <laughs> it was it was the funniest thing ever, and and, and no disrespect to this guy because he's still rich, he's still doing big things. Um, Plies, uh, I was looking at Plies tour dates for his last tour about two years ago, and it was like it had these different like variety shows he was on, and the last spot of the tour was at a Buffalo Wild Wings, and I was just like. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. right. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, they got some good onion rings. Yeah. Oh my god. Love the onion ring sauce. Yeah. Oh, not be mad. We are looking forward to you telling us where to eat on tour. Oh, for sure. We're gonna be mostly truck stops, but for sure, you know what I'm saying. I can't wait to get me some good sleep. I'm gonna pass the side while someone drive. Y'all gonna be the size of this by the time tour is over. That's huh? gonna be driving yourself. We we gonna get a what car? Are we riding together? I don't think we are riding together on tour. Why not? Because we ain't on that Cause road you. yet. Because uh-huh. of you. Because right. of me. <laughs> are, you, are you driving the truck? Is there is there is there a trailer in the back? Number one, if you're driving, nobody's driving. We trying to live. Yeah. Number yeah. two, if you're snoring, nobody's driving. We trying to breathe. We trying to live. Yeah, we got responsibilities know. and shit. That's we can't let your single ass be up there, man. I'm just spending the whole weekend, like, nah, I, I got uh, I gotta get back. 
home. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, Ness, y'all going out, y'all want to go out? Like, no, nope. I like go, I like going out to places where I know I can get free stuff. Now, I'll take my ass home. <laughs> I go out now because nigga, I ain't got paper shit. You know what I'm saying? Hey, what up, man? Bartenders. Hey, how you doing? Sure. When I went, when we did that show in Salisbury, you couldn't make it. Next, I knew you weren't feeling well. Uh, notice you drove back home that night, and I think T-Link, you got a hotel too, right? Yeah, but I was in Charlotte, so I, yeah. I drove. I drove to Charlotte to my hotel. Man, the hotel I was at, bro, that elevator was horrible, but the room was good. It, the elevator made you think that the room was gonna be horrible. I was like, this is not gonna be good, but luckily my room was fine. But the hotel, every time you go in there, it was like. Arr, arr, arr. I was like, not not here, Jesus, not Salisbury. <laughs> so, yeah, what's I spent too much time in Salisbury to know that I didn't need to stay there. What's the furthest we gonna be going to anyway? No, I don't know yet, buddy. We gotta. I don't want to say one thing and then we find out we get something further. Just know the further we go, the more we have to really, um, you know, we have to negotiate some things. Road trip. I'm gonna take the first. I'll take the first. Um, watch. Why is this? Sound like Ness is like a 15 year old kid that's about to go to Carowinds for the first time. It, it just depends, man. It just negotiate, man. I, I would hope. Nah, you think you think about it, man. I like you ever like I, I see when I think about tour, I see like the different things that like when I see like Kevin Hart, like uh um when the kids of comedy when I tour and stuff like that, you see all the backstage, like all the backstage shit that's been going on and shit like that, all the like them going out to eat, them having fun, and this, that, and third, you know what I mean? Create memories. I mean, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? That's a dope thing. Create memory, then yeah. you create contact right from that. You know what I mean? We will definitely not be on the Kings of Comedy tour. I know um, that. I'm just saying. If it went, it yeah, yeah. One, stop, one stop here and there, you know. Yeah, there is just, no dressing rooms coming in our future. Not right now. Oh, no backstages. Not too many backstages, I don't believe. It'll... You know, be back God. of the back of the room. Back of the yeah. room. You know, I'm I'm getting off. <laughs> yeah, our job is just to be a fan bases right now. Huh? Yeah, we're really trying to um, you know, just, min- not, well, yeah, minimize or control your um expectations. Nah, I know. Temper I, your know I know. What we got. But like, like when y'all went to Southbury and I saw that picture, I was just. I just had an operation that day. Remember, I just had an operation that week. Bro, do you, hey, Dwayne, do you, you, remember what, do you remember what Max said? What, what I forgot. He said something. What was that? God. I know it was funny. And so, and he commented like immediately, too. I'm like, God damn. Is it okay for me to say it, Dwayne, or don't say it? <laughs> don't say it? Okay. In the picture. Uh yeah, he did. Mac did comment real fast. He said, it looks like Dwayne just told y'all he'd ass. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Cause we look so serious at him, like, oh, okay. Like we look like we still love you though, don't <laughs> that's your cup. Oh, that's your that's your prerogative. That's man. Your cup is your cup only right there. That's your... Yeah, that was... no more cups. Okay. Yeah, so far we have five dates. Hopefully, have thirty in total. So it's gonna be fun. Um, I'm I'm gonna be real with y'all. When we get to the level of having a tour bus, would you guys actually want a tour bus, or would you want to keep it separate? 
No, I, I would be cool with a tour bus. I'm fine with that. Well, I think Bob, it would depend on where we're going. That's a good, yeah. Depend on how yeah. long we're on the road. Yeah. No, I mean like real tour, like like a tour tour, not like yeah. We we well, still got yeah. regular jobs typed. Well, so I'm I'm not trying to count. I'm not trying to say anybody else, but I think you guys probably could work your jobs remotely. But like I would, you know, some we couldn't. Not all of us could do it, but um, I'm I'm in the bus. Yeah, I would do a tour bus. I mean, I would if we get to the point where we're touring, then I would feel more comfortable not being my job you know being at my job i mean i don't see i don't see where i mean because it takes so much to get get to the point to where you got a tour bus exactly exactly Um, that that would that would mean we have revenue enough for for me to you know invest in doing comedy full time so i would definitely be cool with that i mean because we might bust then i mean i I keep 100 you guys i would definitely help invest but i would definitely fly I would not want if we get to that level. I just think it like they can fly us out at that point. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It would depend on where we're going and what we're doing. I mean, I think now, like you said, tour buses now are really for um, equipment and things of that nature. A lot of times um, it's a lot more difficult to fly equipment out than it is to have a bus that, that, that travels with that kind of stuff. So um, yeah, I'd be, Probably more apt to fly as well. Um, one of the spots that we're going to stop at, I think everybody has done this room, even you, Dwayne, I believe. Uh, we're going to be going to Don Garrett's room, Royal of Beer. You've been there, right, Dwayne? So we've all yeah, done that yeah, room. Yeah, we, we did together. <laughs> okay, so all four of us done that room. So uh, we will be in Charlotte. I believe that's November the 17th, I believe. So when it comes to doing that room, guys, uh, just, you know, just see that we're going to be doing it as, as a group and doing it together. Uh, again, shout out to Don Garrett, for, uh, you know, giving us that date. Um, what's y'all really approach to that room? Because that is a fun room, but you definitely got to, like, get their attention quickly. Um, energy. I think I think that's the most thing when it, when it comes to that room. The more energy, the, the, the more you're going to get the reaction that you want. Uh, just because it's a practice that you have to get there. When, when when you got to compete with TVs and stuff like that, it's, you know what I mean different 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 things that people come in there to just eat dinner and just have a conversation. The more energy that you give out, you know what I mean, and and get the attention, it's it's, it's the best the best way to get them. Um, for me, it's just connection. You know, when you start talking, make sure you make connections with the people that that you see. You know. Um, let them know that you see them, you know, and at the end of the day, man, you got to be funny. So, so the biggest thing is, is making sure that you, you know, you, you, you let them know you see them and so that they can see you as well. So when you having your, you know, when you're doing your first couple of jokes, man, you, you get them toned in and honed in on what you're trying to say. And then you hit them with the funny. It's a diverse craft too, so it wasn't, it gives you more space to kind of operate and, and work different stuff. So I, I kind of like it in that situation. So the same thing, like, if you could work uh, R&B grill, you could work <laughs> World of Beer. Yeah, that we, was definitely <laughs> preparation for for some of the other stuff that we do. We, we need to work out a funny story about the World of Beer. Uh, <laughs> I was, I was, 
I was still on antibiotics at that time. And I was like, yo, I was like, I don't know what happened, but I like, I was feeling real sick. So I had like a real bad stomach virus. And at that point, I couldn't really like put my jeans, like button up my jeans because of my left arm. It was so weak and shit like that. So I, <laughs> I'm in the bathroom. The way it was like, the way comes he's like, yo, next, you all right? I like yo, bro. I might need your help. He's like, oh hell no. I like yo. Thanks, what yo. the hell? Yeah, I'm going to bathroom next time. Yo, help me button my pants. I'm like, hell. It'll be none of that shit. I had um, yo. I finally button though. But why do you I keep find- telling people that you got a stomach virus? You just got a little nigga in your stomach. That's. Yo, I, I finally, I finally throwing that shit out your ass. <laughs> and they're throwing chalupas. <laughs> like, ah, nah. Ah, nah. <laughs> when I said, when I said I was so happy that button on my pants, I like, oh Lord, I did it. So wait, wait. I came out doing the chicken in his head. And uh, somebody was coming in. I was like, oh, well, let's try to go. You walk in the bathroom, hear somebody like, oh, yes, I did it. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I finally oh, said, oh, BB. Okay. Um, <laughs> Ness, I ain't gonna lie, man. You, you saved me a couple times, but please, but you gotta work on that too, son. We, that can't happen, especially if it happens back to back on tour. I'd be like, all right, this, we gotta have a group meeting. Yeah, I, ain't, I ain't ever buttoning in your pants, ever. Nah, no, I um, know. No, nah, I, I got bigger pants. Uh, and my arm is strong now. My arm is thank, strong. Thank you for being honest, too. You could, you could be, nah, I lost 10 pounds. No, I uh, actually no. invested <laughs> in bigger clothes. Yeah, I got bigger pants. So <laughs> I told you, I, I was like, I like, I like, man, these jeans are expensive. You know, how much you spend for jeans? I was like, I got three pairs. Shit cost me $20 to $10. And he how was much? Like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> How much? It's breaking up. How much again? I'm sorry. I ain't trying to be funny. Two ten. Oh wow. oh wow! Oh wow! That's how much his pants weigh too. Okay, okay, he's okay. All right, it's okay. What brand are they, buddy? I'm not trying to be funny. Like I'm not being disrespectful. I promise. Okay, stop. Hey, stop. He got on Versace Sachi. He got on Gucci. He got on the brand new guy. Damn. <laughs> okay. You said they're Levi's? <laughs> Whatever yeah. Brandon said twice. Versace! 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 <laughs> Dang, bro. 210 for real. This is just what I love you. Dang. DXL is expensive, bro. Oh, I understand. I, am, I, I bought popping culture shirts. So I went up to XL. I, I realize now I do have to buy one X, two X, but yeah. I get it. Okay. Yeah, I'll be there. Like, 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 oh boy, oh boy, this weekend, he's like, man, you gonna buy a shirt? I'm like, what's your size? 4X? No. Well, they run big. Yeah, hi. No, I'm not doing it. Yeah, listen, I don't know nobody big that run. So anytime somebody say run big, I, I feel the difference. I'm like, nah, I'm just, stress will be running big. Well, I'm going, I'm going to die tomorrow. Y'all ain't even about to stress me out. Okay. Yeah, but if this is all it took, we would have did. Okay. And, um, <laughs> So another thing, because I, I know T-Link sells uh, shirts. I know you guys are about to start selling shirts. One question that I'm sure T-Link runs into and that I'm learning, that I'm running into is people will ask you, and I've been asked this, I've sold, I've been, I've sold 27 shirts now. People will love to ask you, 
will this church shrink on me? And it's weird because it's like it says pre-shrunk. I mean, I, at least mine do. Most of the ones that I buy are already pre-shrunk. So most shirts now are pre-shrunk, even so. But unless you buy it from a very, very cheap distributor. And, and yeah, you know, I've never, and I tell them the truth. I say, I've never wore these shirts. I have uh, no idea, <laughs> but probably not. Like, I don't want to say no, and then it shrinks, and then I get that comment section horrible. That's that's a big fear of mine. But I'm just like, I've never wore these shirts, but I'm pretty sure they won't. So oh, just that's, a good, that's a good answer is, is, you know, like, you know, T-shirts, the wonderful thing about T-shirts is they always look okay, even if they're, they're size bigger. You, you can never go wrong with just a size bigger. So, they, they, it, you know. Yeah. I've had an urge when they put the money in my hand to be like, not refundable. But um, I haven't said it. <laughs> awesome. So uh, do you guys think we should do our own shirts for the tour? Um, I think it'll help. But I, I mean, I think other merchandise is definitely probably more profitable because it's like t-shirts are really really iffy um if they don't know who you are coming into the show chances are you got to make a big leave a big impression you know when you when we're doing the show so you always want to have something available to sell and um even if we don't have all the shirts available at that time at least a link in, in case somebody wants to buy one, maybe we could wear one and then, you know, um, have a link so that they can order their own if they want to do that and have a few few there. Um, but to buy in bulk immediately, kind of see what, you know, what the landscape is first and, you know, have the pens and the, um, the um, stickers and stuff like that available because I think those would be a lot easier yeah. to sell. Yeah, that's another thing I want to talk. We're going to discuss about uh, hopefully later. We'll see how much we all yeah, get we for the pants and stickers. Yeah. And um, do we want to like use that money for food or do we want to use it for advertisement? We can talk about that. Um, yeah, later. we need to talk. Um, okay, I'm, I'm going to be real with you. I can't wait. Now, are you going to dress like this, like on tour, or can you wear some regular shit? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, because it's. No, nah, because I can only imagine like the order is gonna be like, "Hey man, last guy was just really nice. This this guy came in here with like, what the fuck is popping culture? Why is he have that shirt on?" Yeah. Well, I... it's hard to tell what I wear. What I wear. Yeah. <laughs> I probably depend on the venue. Like this is like a dive bar. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Like the stuff that I've been wearing, like to the bars and stuff, it is not what I'm gonna be wearing when I'm like on stage on stage because I got some fly shit that I'm going to be wearing. <laughs> I mean, I don't I just be wearing t-shirts and sneakers all the time. Like, I will probably be have on a blazer or something. May not be dressing nigga, all the way to the team. That nigga but, came to the flea market in some cheetah pants. Looking like wear, ice one day. You going to okay. wear that on tour? Would I wear that on tour? Cheetah pants? Yeah. They, were, they were athletic pants. What is he talking about? They were shorts, oh, okay. actually. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, but yeah, Still, I did. Are you gonna wear cheetah, it? Wear what cheetah pants? Yeah, I'll tell you. Probably not cheetah pants, oh, but I got okay. I got other shit that I'm probably wear. I have jackets that are pretty snazzy that I'll probably be wearing. So yeah. I'm gonna lie. wear some shit. I, I got, got you, I got you. 
We completely understand this. We're going to get our non-degree ass up there with some shirts <laughs> and jeans. <laughs> Listen, my fault, my fault. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the host. I, it is what it is. <laughs> nobody's yes. other two guys. These other two guys undressed as hell. <laughs> No, nah, because I I did look into uh I did look into a sports coat. How much is that? Listen, oh, you, oh you, no, when he said a sports coat, I, we already know what uh, it is. No, no, no. The sports coat was it's a Michael Kors sports sports coat. I think it was like a hundred. A Michael Kors sport, sport, sports sports coat. I can't sports say it. <laughs> you should check well, out his watches, man. He has some nice watches. Uh, it was a tuxedo. Actually, it was a tuxedo. It was like a blue tuxedo. <laughs> hmm. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, but it was like I think three hundred dollars for the tuxedo. Tuxedo on your sides—that sounds about right. But it was nice. It was real nice. I told fuck y'all. You know, that's, see, a, that's a lot of that's a lot of cedo. That's a whole lot of cedo. Hey man, just don't wear no tuxedo, and then I come up and there was some Rick and Morty shit on. <laughs> like, where's this guy fit in this show? Like, huh? No, no, because see, I you know I mean I get I get shit from T Link and I get shit from Hope. You don't get shit. You did not get shit from me. I said, yes, you look do. I said like, look neat and comfortable. I didn't tell you to go out and buy $210 Versace Versace jeans. Like that. <laughs> You're going to be sweating so hard with that suit on, man. Don't wear a suit. You're going to be sweating hard as hell. No, no, I ain't going to wear no suits for no bar. Or nothing like that. I'm talking about like if, if when I, when I start featuring. Like, them lights, you be sweating. Hell yeah. But when I start featuring it, and then if I ever start, when I start headlining, Dang yeah, you know what I mean? I gotta switch it up. Yeah, but yeah, I've been I've been minimizing what I wear with when I do like some local stuff. But I mean, when I mean, because I I don't know, you probably didn't realize it, but when I did Mad Eddie's show, I had on like um, I had on some waxed jeans, so they they gave the appearance of they were almost leather, but they weren't. Um, and then I had on um, I had a leather jacket, huh? You had the Mary J. Blige boots on? No, I had on um I had on the I had on the Jordan Ones mochas. I had oh, the okay. mochas on. You this know, because it matched it matched the outfit. Like, but yeah, but that's what I'll be doing. Like I, you know, I have some pretty snazzy damn jackets that match some of my sneakers. So, but it looks dressy from the top down, but then I might have on some sneakers to offset it being too dressy. But I yeah I'm I'm not gonna be wearing t-shirts all the time I'm I'm in a different age bracket like I don't I think appearance for me is a little different because of the type of um, audience that I um, that I have you know is somebody dead check it check it uh, check it make sure no one know who that is okay just be careful. Huh? Uh, uh, the last thing I want to make sure I talk about you guys. Did y'all see Conor McGregor's uh, throw the first pitch at the baseball game? No. He uh, he almost hit somebody in the stands. Wow. Like it was just a horrible. Like it. He's a very athletic man, but that's baseball is not his sport. Oh, he ain't. He already he he does a lot of fight. Athletic and being know how to fight is different things. To me, that's okay. I hate to be that guy, but when it comes to athletic, um, don't sleep, don't sleep, don't sleep. Just because I'm big, don't mean that. 
I know if you if I'm asleep, you can get me there. Shit. I, no, 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 <laughs> see. Because I'm big on me now. That's I, no, I mean. I got a lot of people on the course because of that. Oh, he did. He can't move. All right, cool. That's what's up. No, fighting and athleticism is a little different, but it's not. I mean, it's physical still. So you it assume is. you assume somebody that 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 has um the type of um hand-eye coordination as a fighter would be able to throw a baseball. Just like I assumed that 50 Cent would be able to do it. And that, oh, that was one, of the, one of the <laughs> and uh yeah, like yeah, I just assume with his physique that you'd be able to do that, but um yeah, that wasn't that didn't turn out well. So his was obviously worse than than fifty. Oh yeah, it was he, it, it was it, it left the, Yes. Oh, and, wow. and, yeah, I guess the leg isn't healed all the way, so maybe that's it. Leg, leg still broken. Yeah. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, we're gonna get go ahead and end this here. Is there anything you get, else you guys want to say? Mm-mm. I don't have anything else. What's up, y'all? Any shows coming up, fellas? Um. Yeah, I got a couple. I got um. Saturday, I got Greenville. I'll be at Vibes Ultra Lounge with Jazz and Don Garrett and um, a couple other people. Um, and then on Monday, I'll be at Keith D. Spot Swamp Fox. I'll be featuring for um, another comedian. That's October the 4th. Uh, so those are the two nearest dates that I got. Nice. Uh, I'll be in Village Tap House uh, September the 30th. So that's Thursday. Uh, that's in Mooresville, North Carolina. I'll be in Greenville on Thursday. Open mic night. Uh, <laughs> come see your boy. Oh, I forgot to tell you. I, I don't think I'm going to Greenville on Thursday. I'm going to see Donnell Rollins in Charlotte. He's taping his Netflix special. I know, I know, Donnell. <laughs> oh, what did you say, Dwayne? I remember saying it'd be funny. I read some Donnell Rollins and some open micers too. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I thought about it. That's not. Nah, I know Donnell Rollins. Me and Donnell Rollins go way back. That's what's oh, not, up. Not, not you, Ness. Not you too. No, no, no. I, I met him. I met him before. Okay. There I left met too early. I left too early. Hmm. I almost met him. You met him, Dwayne? I did not. Uh, okay. All right. Me either. Uh, I'm joking. Just jokes. Um, <laughs> yes. All right, guys. Uh, if you guys have enjoyed the show, uh, like I said, we have the, we got an open mic tonight at The Joint, 1710 Main Street, every Monday. Uh, doors open at 5. Uh, show starts at 830. Uh, thank you guys for watching, and have an amazing day. <laughs>